Hello and welcome back to the Show Me Mo podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Peach, and this is what we determined to be our monthly fireside chat with Charlie, uh, Executive Director of MSPMA. Charlie, welcome back, my friend. Good morning, Josh. Glad to be with you. Well, you brought you brought as if if this was a Christmas episode, if we're going to call it that, you brought a couple of your elves with you to share all the work that's going on with the association. We can get into that. Um, it's the holidays. It's uh, we're at uh, December eighth, and we're this is kind of an interesting time for facilities professionals and education, right? Because a lot of folks are getting ready for the winter break and. Um, facility teams specifically in cold weather climates have got a lot to worry about making sure pipes don't freeze up and getting projects done while the hallways are empty. And uh, MSPMA also has a lot of work with some stuff you guys have going on. But uh, before you dig in, let's, let's say hello to two of your awesome members that have uh, given us some time this morning that both are, are, are dialing in remotely from uh, parts unknown um, to give us some of their time. So Saloom Stutzer from Francis Howell, welcome, my friend. You uh, you look comfortable. I am, Josh. Thank you. Good morning. <laughs> it looks like you might be next to a fireplace with that chair you got and the backdrop and everything. Uh, so you, you fit the bill for the for the for this month's uh, podcast. It, it, I, I, absolutely, and uh, I'm, I'm as as Charlie already noted. I'm traveling. You know, as one of the things that we always try to do as uh, professionals is be there for our kiddos. And uh, we are in South Bend, Indiana, for some uh, hockey tournaments uh, this weekend. So, in in in, uh, in lieu of being in the office, uh, I think professionally we also have a responsibility to support our kiddos. So I'm I'm doing both. Yeah. And and I've been to one of your son's hockey games, and uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, for for younger younger players. They they got more energy than I can ever imagine now, and the, the good 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 games to watch. So, uh, good luck this weekend. I'm sure you guys are going to do uh, do real well. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, and 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 with with no video because he's mobile. We have uh, from Raymond Peculiar, Mr. Scott Dobson. Scott, welcome aboard, my friend. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Yeah, and Scott, so I am on the road this morning, so I figured video would be the best. All right. Well, we get some. You get a little bit of a spotty, spotty signal there, so we'll we'll make sure we try to make our our talk with you. And uh, you got four bars or better, and three, four, or five, or ten G going. Um, but welcome and thank you for giving your time. Is this your first podcast? That you haven't been on the podcast before, have you? I have not this is my first well, yeah, that's good we'll we'll try to be easy on you so um so so charlie yeah. charlie you got these guys with you i'm sure you got lots of share mspma is just i mean you guys are knocking it out of the park every time i seem to talk to you you got some new idea you got something brewing in you uh with you and your board to, to help your members what's what's been going on the last 30 days well last 30 days uh and we're planning you know, three, four years out right now. So uh, we locked up our conferences up through 2026, 27. So we're very excited about that. We have dates for those now. Uh, back in Branson, the board just, we feel like that's just a great uh, uh, fit for our 
our membership. It's a great place for us to visit. We've got that taken care of. We are headed down the home stretch here. Um, that's why Scott and Saloon have joined us for uh, our January training program in St. Charles and uh, already planning uh, April out in Lee Summit. So a uh, new budget year, looking at budgets for our association and uh, bringing some new people on. We'll talk about that another month. Uh, to help us with our growth. We're larger than we've ever been, and we're serving more school districts than ever. And our our districts just want more, want more training. They want to be around each other more. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, yeah. And let's 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 get right into St. Charles. I went to St. Charles last year, and and this is something um, I'm really starting to see a trend uh, in the right direction because a lot of associations. You know, they, they have their annual conference, which yours was just, I mean, the energy was, was amazing. And then that's it. Right. And then they, everybody goes away for 364 days and they come back um, and redo it. But you guys are different. You, you, you're constantly putting events out there and the first of the new year comes right out of the, right out of the gate. Um, January 10th and 11th, if I remember correctly, um, two day, part of its core, part of its PD, um, what, what, talk about the curriculum and then, and then also, um, you know, with Saloom and Scott here, uh, I'm guessing they got a pretty strong part in the PD portion. They do uh, the PD. We call it our day conference. Now we used to just offer, um, in St. Charles and then Lee summit outside of our conference. We offered one module each in those locations throughout the year, one January, one April. And then we, we thought, you know, our folks are driving these distances and there are more topics that they want to discuss and want information on. So we added a half day prior to our module offerings in those locations and we call it a day conference. We come in, start about one o'clock and we lengthen our sessions. We have longer sessions, fewer topics. We try to engage our audience. We want them to ask questions. We want it to be a deeper conversation than the typical breakout session. So we'll have two of those on January the 10th, one with Scott and one with Saloom. And I'm sure they can tell you a lot more about than I can. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to jump right into it, I guess? Get, get right, get right yeah. after it there, Saloom. Don't, don't yeah. waste a second. Uh, absolutely. Well, again, I appreciate the opportunity, uh, as always, to our executive director and, uh, and you, Joshua Peach, uh, for the opportunity to share a lot of the great things that are taking place with our state organization. And so uh, on January 10th, what uh, our executive director has tasked me with is really presenting on uh, cooperative purchasing, specifically uh, utilizing the TIPS cooperative pur uh, purchasing organization. Um, we presented at our annual conference um, uh, that delivery method um, <clears throat> or utilizing TIPS uh, for various deliveries. And I'll talk about that here in a second. And it was really well received and provided a lot of knowledge to uh, not only members, uh, but prospective members that were in the audience. And so it, it was such a big hit that uh, Charlie wants to uh, bring it back and uh, share and really like, grow it from a standpoint where we are uh, engaging and even having some small breakout groups within that and um be able to really continue to serve our members and educate them on on what uh, cooperative purchasing can do and what it can uh, how it can serve them in their district. 
Um, as you always hear, you know, Missouri's got 500 plus uh, school systems and every one of them looks differently from how they're organizationally structured. Um, a district uh, a district that I'm, I'm in, obviously we've got, uh, it's a large district and we've got m multiple layers, but for a majority of school systems in the state of Missouri, you know, your, your superintendent could be your bus driver, could be your director of facilities, could be uh, a lot of different things. And um, putting together RFPs for scopes of work um, may not be their, their, their strong skill set. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to uh, utilize cooperative purchasing, which is um, a legal delivery method uh, for almost every single uh school system in the, in the uh, state of Missouri. Uh, it checks all of the legal requirements um, from a state statute standpoint. And so we're just going to educate uh, those in the audience and crowd um, about what that looks like, how to utilize it, how to set things up. And I will also share um, how I've used it. Uh, most recently in my prior district, Independence uh, Public Schools located in Independence, Missouri, we utilized it uh, to deliver uh, really a, a total package of about $10 million in HVAC uh, improvements uh, in our district that touched and affected 22 sites. Um, and so it worked well, um, and it was really one of the most unique uh, deliveries in the state of Missouri uh, in, in the most recent years, and um, can touch on its success and, and share the outcomes, what we learned. Um, and what we would do differently, you know, moving forward. And as a part of that, we're also going to bring in our TIPS cooperative uh, cooperative uh, partner, uh, who, who's basically our client relations person, uh, Ms. Meredith Barton, and uh, she can kind of educate our, uh, our attendees um, from how to set up that framework on that end. Also educate them on what TIPS truly is. It is a... Um, purchasing cooperative and I think there's some maybe some misinformation uh, at times uh, in terms of you know does it meet legal uh, state statute for not just Missouri but other areas and so she'll touch on that and uh, really provide guidance on on, on that piece of it because we all get questions from our uh, boards of education and our leadership you know obviously we always have to make sure that we follow state statute in our respective uh, areas as well as board policy so she'll talk about the legal end of things in terms of how uh tips meets all of those um expectations if you will so that's uh kind of uh, no long-winded but a little bit of a highlight in terms of what uh, our framework will look like for that day and uh, i'm excited to uh to join again with my presenting partners uh, to continue to serve our members yeah, no, that's that's great, and I, and I will give a I will give a plug for Tips as a as a as one of the companies that's a vendor that's on the Tips contract. Um, they are absolute professionals. Um, Charlie Martin, um, there, I guess his title was role as CFO or uh, CRO. He he is uh, always making himself available to answer those questions, and I think that's great that you're going to be from the from the from the client perspective the school perspective going to be able to give that insight that it's you know the biggest challenge i think you touched on it um which i'm sure you're going to go into more detail is misinformation right is 
Um, we've always done it this way with RFPs and we've always gone this route. And, you know, the average RFP costs about $10,000 to produce and it costs about $10,000 for the vendor to respond. So when you have some, when you have entities and, and tips, isn't the only one, they're just, they're, they just seem to be one of the best ones, if not the best one, especially in Missouri. Um, if they yeah. do the due diligence, they do all the work, they do um, all of the legwork and you can be part of that. That's and following state statutes. Um, everybody wins. So I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see that session and, and, uh, and, and I'm glad that they've got a, a resource Meredith that's going to be there to, to, uh, to drill in and, and answer any of the difficult questions that might come up. But I, I think you're going to have it all covered. I think you're going to make Meredith's job real easy that day. So, um, yeah. you know, she's, she's, she's lucked out on the presenter there. Yeah, absolutely. And and I appreciate that. We appreciate her and, uh, you know, it, it, it's really great as, as I've used tips uh, as well as other property purchasing uh, mechanisms. To, what we've learned is we really end up saving our taxpayers a significant amount of financial resources. Yep. Uh, and, and you touched on that, whether it's time and effort, you know, from a payroll standpoint to put that R, RFP or RFQ together, um, you know, have the bid openings, uh, just do all of those things. And tips is tips does that for us. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and, and allows us to take uh, advantage of those cooperative contracts that have been competitively bid, uh, meet state statute and take those back to our board of recommendation uh, or board of educations, uh, for recommendations and ultimately do get the work done, uh, that we need to do to be able to best serve kids. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this one, and um, appreciate you putting together all the time and effort on this. And and uh, and Charlie, we we got Scott, and I think hopefully he's got a, he's in a good spot uh, for reception to get into his his topic. And he's going to be talking about what Scott's going to be talking about preventing maintenance and a program that schools ought to ought to take a good hard look at. Yeah, you got it. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Charlie, and thank you, Josh. Um, Sloan, great job. I'm excited to hear about that. And I always appreciate just your dedication to the students of your district and then the taxpayers uh, of your community. It's always so great to see us trying to stretch our dollars as best as we can and uh, get as many projects as humanly possible done with the, the best competitive price. So always exciting to hear about that. But yeah, we're we're going to focus heavily on preventative maintenance. Uh, try to understand where districts are at and how to help meet meet them where they are. Uh, sometimes preventive maintenance gets to be a just an overwhelmingly large topic from not just um, changing furnace filters and things like that, but a lot of our state statutes, your lo- local JSA uh, requirements when it comes to kitchen hood inspections, kitchen hood cleaning, fire extinguishers. The list is. Uh, getting longer by the year um now we have lead testing and water testing comes into play um we have you know maybe you have some older facilities with asbestos and we have to look at those re-evaluations um, and where we're at there so really excited about it i think it'll be a good topic our goal is uh, to kind of give everybody some handouts and try to help again meet them where they're at uh, maybe your district has a large comprehensive plan and and documents already set forth and maybe you have lots of software to help you track that. And then like Charlie and some have already said, uh, you know, our state is unique. We have a lot of districts that you could wear multiple hats uh, and you are doing many of those jobs. And some of those districts are under 
you know, many of those districts are under a thousand students. And so potentially they don't have some of those resources and don't let that be a hindrance to your program. Simple Google doc, um, a simple Excel spreadsheet. Um, I started that way. I will not ever, never lie there. We started with just an Excel spreadsheet with tabs across the bottom and just tracking dates of when we did things. And it's something to always reference back using just a Google calendar to send yourself calendar invites, um, for, for scheduling things. You don't have to necessarily have a software. Does it make it easier at times? Absolutely it does. But I think we can kind of help show a district, a course forward, something to plan for, um, and kind of that elevator track forward on the best way. So we're really excited about it. Um, I believe Jim Rich is going to be helping me present this from Park Hill School District. And he has an extremely wealth of knowledge, been in the industry a lot of years and and still, uh, to this day, teaches me many things in the industry. So, real excited about it. Um, I hope our patrons are going to be real excited to receive the information. And one of the really awesome things that I, I feel super passionate about here at MSPMA is how um, ourselves as leaders are helping to lead the courses. We're not just bringing in a vendor um, that is going to tell us how they think we should do things or couple it with a sales pitch on the backside. I think one of the super powerful things that Charlie's doing for our organization is letting us um, that are in the trenches every day lead these and show what we feel are the best practices in our school districts. And it doesn't have to be the best fit for every district, uh, but we're also hoping for some open collaboration with ideas. Um, I always learn a ton at these events and I'm, I'm very excited about it. Oh, good. And that's, you know, it's, um, it's 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 interesting because preventive maintenance is not a uh, overly interesting topic of discussion <laughs> for most, but it is it is one that is needed. Um, it is yes. one it is one that um, I'm a huge uh, proponent and believer that uh, every school district USA is doing preventive maintenance work. Otherwise, we would have catastrophic failure across the board. Um, but it's not being captured. Um, and, and if it's not, then we don't know how much actually is being done. And, and, uh, I was part of a study back in 2010 where we did a lot of, um, a lot of data collection and we found that, you know, there were some things like there was a 50 to 65% reduction in the rate of emergency work. Meaning if a district is 90% reactive, if we can just move the bar from 10% proactive to 20% re- uh, proactive, we'll start drawing down that reactive workflow and be able to start keeping and maintaining, you know, our spaces uh, in a much better fashion. Um, and also the cost. A lot of people, we talk, we talk about money, um, you know, it's, it's, it's anywhere between 25 and 40% less uh, cost in a work order to do it proactively than reactively. And that reactively a lot of times has things like emergency uh, orders for outsourced folks. So, uh, to come in. So um, I'm excited to see and, and hear what you guys talk about. And yeah, Jim is a, a bit of a legend in the industry. So I look forward to hearing and seeing how um, he's developed his program. And 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 those little schools, Scott, I've been to a bunch of them. And yeah, they wear a bunch of hats. But I'll tell you, I was, uh, I, w- I had the good fortune to go to um, Campbell, Missouri. I stopped on my way to say hi to Saloom. And uh, we didn't, none of us knew where Campbell, Missouri was. It was, uh, it was a hike and a half away. And I think they've got 600 students, K-12. Um, they're the, it's Campbell is the peach capital of Missouri. And I'm going to tell you something, these school buildings and they're older buildings, 
um, the maintenance level and the and the and just the passion and care that the staff has for the space, you could tell, and they were doing good work. So even though they wear multiple hats in Missouri, they're getting they're getting the job done pretty good. So um, I think with a a little bit of a a shot in the arm of understanding and some best practice, whether whatever the way that they're doing that management and uh, and you're spot on. You could I, my PM system for my house for a while um, was just my Outlook calendar. You know, because it's not a, not a, you know, it's not a large building and it was just me and that was kind of my easiest way. And now that I'm back in the business, I've, I've got my own account and I'm doing it that way, but um, it is important. So um, I love, love these, love these topics. I think they're uh, extremely timely when we're talking about ESSER funds going away and uh, the need to utilize and, and keep our, our facilities running smoothly. So um, great, great job by all of you to put this together. Um, and appreciate you giving a little insight, Charlie. What, what else is you? See? This is a two-day deal, so um, you get these. They're, now they're kicking it off on day one, or is this day two? Day one, uh, Saloon and Scott and Jim will kick this off um, there at the St. Charles uh, uh, Drury uh, Suites at the streets of St. Charles, Missouri. It'll kick off at one uh, thirty. And each will spend at least an hour and a half on their topics. And as Saloon indicated, we want to engage the, the group in some group discussion, bring some stuff back to the group verbally. Uh, Josh, that, that hopefully you'll help us moderate. Um, and then, um, then on uh, that evening, uh, most of our folks that come in for that day, we either have those out of the St. Louis region and then some stay uh, the evening there at the Drury. We have a happy hour, social hour. Uh, that we get together within uh, there in walking distance on the plaza. And there's a lot, a lot of information is shared and learned there. And that's at six 30 in the evening. Uh, the next morning at uh, eight, eight or eight 30, we start uh, our core curriculum, our, our eight core modules. We offer module four uh, on, uh, on this Thursday over maintenance and operations. Uh, we have, we do have an architect joining us for the building envelope we have one of our uh, one of our vendors joining us for the roof maintenance. Uh, then Scott, now Scott doesn't know this yet, Josh, but but he is abbreviating his session. And because Module Four offers preventative maintenance program, so there's mm-hmm. no reason to bring in another party. We'll just double down right. with Scott. He'll be he can abbreviate that. And then uh, building automation systems, we have another vendor coming in for that. And you know most most. Uh, folks think of building automation as we control our heating and cooling. But a uh, true uh, BAM now covers uh, everything, you know, mm-hmm. from fire alarms to cameras to uh, it's just just immense how many things now are run by co- uh, a computer and automation. So we'll have, uh, we have one of our vendors bring that to us. And that'll be our module four offering in St. Charles for our core certification. Yeah. Um, I think. And I, I think it's important for us to point out right now, um, because I was there last year and because of the space um, constraints, and I think it's par- probably intentional because I think if you have any more than you have, I think it starts to lose a lot of that feel and ability like you guys want to be able to answer questions and have it engaging and interactive and and that networking piece. You sold out last year. I mean, you were at capacity and then some. Um, because you had people that, you know, showed up that were, you know, registering at the door, if you will. So um, it is important for people to register early 
uh, to lock your spot in. Um, and there isn't a hotel block per se, but they want to block a room at the Drury, um, the Drury Suites in St. Charles. Correct. Just uh, fill that information in if you would, because I don't want people to say, oh, I can wait till after Christmas or I can wait till New Year's. And uh, you don't want to wait because you guys sold out. Uh, I think you guys sold out before the new year um, with that mid-January, if I remember correctly. We did, Josh. Uh, we have 156 active people still taking classes uh, in our core certification program. Uh, and we've graduated folks since 2014. So our average class is 20, 25 uh, folks this year. That's about what we had last year. We had over 40. So that's a very active program is our basic uh, facility managers core certification program. Uh, so that will take place on uh, day two, which is uh, the 11th. Josh, we also, uh, our board is working on an advanced certification. We'll call it our master's uh, school facility uh, certification program. We don't have it all hammered out. We have it outlined. Uh, so, But we're going to go ahead and get started. We have, uh, because all these folks have graduated, they still see the benefit in facility uh, training and programming and being around each other and socializing and just learning and bouncing ideas and questions off folks. Uh, and they want more. And so our board has supported a, 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 a new venture uh, that we're going to call a master's uh, facility program. So the idea is after you finish your core certification, that you're able to have more in learning. But we're going to change the learning style. We're going to offer these programs more in a cohort where you would have about five topics that you would study in depth and you would engage with the similar group of folks in school facilities, let's say 20, 25 facility managers. Your program would be six to eight sessions long. Most of it will be virtual. And um, you would engage in things. Uh, the first one will start begin here on the second day in a separate room on January 11th. Our friend, Paul Anastasi, uh, a good friend of yours, will lead this program over Lead With Your Strengths. And uh, that particular, every one of these classes, we want to have something to take back to your district, something that you work on through those classes. This particular one has two facets to it. It's a self-assessment of your strengths that you do online during the course. So you learn a little bit about yourself, but then you also learn to try and evaluate the strengths of some of your staff. So that's team building. So that you pull those strengths in from your staff and you utilize those as a leader on your on your team. And so those are kind of the two facets of it. Paul will lead that through eight sessions. He'll begin here in January. He'll complete it in April. So that would be one course towards a master certification school facilities by MSPMA. We think that's going to be about five sessions long. And um, we think that we'll begin to kick another one off in April. Uh, some topics that our board is are considering are creating an entire preventive maintenance program for your school district and seeing the value and all the data so that you can, through your six or eight sessions virtually together as a cohort team, you can put together a PM program for your district. And when you're finished, you have one finished. You have one done and complete. Another topic is potentially a uh, Amy Roderick, the Center of Educational Safety, is on our on our board. She's a wonderful resource and a great contributor to MSPMA. So we're thinking that 
the self-assessments for safety should continue. They shouldn't be a one-time, we did a safety assessment three years ago and here's what we put into play. It should be something that we can do here in our own districts as well. And so we teach the evaluation of safety of your facilities and put a plan in place over the next two or three years that you and your staff, your maintenance staff can engage in because maintenance, there are a lot of hard mechanical fasteners to maintenance and systems. And so want to make sure that those things are in place. So you would have that plan that you created and you would have an assessment for your school district when you finish the course. So there are three potential courses and we'll start with the leadership that we offer in the master's level program. We're thinking that five of those would be a great experience, two and a half years working with your peers, working with those in districts like Saloon and Scott and Jim. And uh, we those will all be taught by our own uh, members of MSPMA. I, we may bring in outside resources, whoever the whoever's going to uh, facilitate each session or each program. We'll bring in some outside resources because it's important. But uh, that, that's our thinking, and that's a program that we're really proud of. And Paul Anastasia uh, from K-12 Pros has agreed to lead the first program. We're excited about Paul. I met Paul through you uh, a year and a half or so ago, and he, he, he is one of us, but he's, he's real. He has a different perspective, and uh, he's, uh, he's, he's intellectual. He's humorous. And so I would think spending, I couldn't imagine uh, not uh, spending eight sessions with someone other than Paul. I think yeah. that'll just be great. He's, the, he's a really good one. He may lead more for us, we hope. We'll just see where his strengths are and his comfort zones, but we'll lead those with our, with MSPMA or like uh, members. So. Yeah. And that, and that session will be, uh, it is an eight, it's an eight um, session course. Um, six of them will be fully remote because Paul is located over here, um, either in Boston, New Hampshire, New York, or Florida. He's semi-retired, so he bounces around from place to place pretty good. It's hard to keep up with him. Um, uh, but the the six in between will be re- will be virtual. Um, the the one in the the first and the last will be a hybrid. So we're going to come out with um cameras and set up and Zoom. So. If you want to register and you can't make the in-person portions, don't let that stop you from registering. Still register, still plan to come. Would love to have you at one or both of the in-persons. Lee Summit, we're going to figure out some level of having some certificate uh, celebration for the, uh, we'll call them, maybe we'll call it the Trailblazer program or something along those lines for those that came in. There's people signing up. Uh, There's people signing up. Um, fast and furious. And we've got people, uh, this is the one thing that I'm really uh, loving to be a part of and such an honor is I'm watching people around the country call me and say, Hey, can I be a part of this? Can I, can I join the strength finders program? Can I, can I follow along or can I come to any of these events? Cause Missouri's really doing some great stuff and um, and it's showing your, your effort. Um, you're, you're constantly Charlie, you and your board are constantly giving acknowledgement and appreciation for groups like the Midwest Facility Masters Conference and Wisconsin ASBO for getting you guys started with the certification program. And you're not just holding that torch, you're raising that bar um, and developing this master's program, which I think is great. Um, Because up up until recently, there wasn't a program in college 
for people to go for facility management. Now we do have bachelor programs and master programs and facility management specifically, but um, they're few and far between. And for your, your building a non-degree, but accredited program recognized by the state to help your members raise their level of experience, professionalism, and leadership. And uh, I'm just I'm just blown away and so impressed by it. So congratulations on all of this. Now, the one thing I don't think we did say, and if you did, I missed it, um, where do people register and sign up and get themselves uh, ready for this awesome event? Well, 100% of the registration is on our website at www.mspma, Missouri School Plant Managers.com. Uh, so uh, we met earlier this week, and I believe by this week, this weekend, end of this week, early next week, go to our website, take a look at the new registration. We'll have the day conference registration that doesn't cost anything. It's uh, provided by MSPMA. Uh, then you would register for module uh, four. Even if you have already paid, you will register to let us know you're going to be there. We like to put name tags on folks so you can refer to each other by first name. Uh, that's that's part of the learning learning from each other type thing, starting that dialogue. Uh, and then uh, we'll, we will also, you have the opportunity then, uh, if you go to the website, to register for the, for the master's class on leadership, lead with your strengths. So the lead with their strengths is a separate fee. Uh, I think it's $225 and fees are embedded. I think it's a total of $248. The uh, modules are $63 each, or you can pay for the entire uh, basic facility managed course certification for $260 at $45. Uh, we've been adjusting some things. but uh, And you can use your credit card. Districts uh, don't like the fees. We've waived all the fees. Uh, so there are no fees there. Uh, your receipt comes directly to you after you register. So it makes it pretty easy, but all those things are on, uh, MSPMA.com. And, uh, I just received a registration while we were here this morning at 821 from a, from a facility managers down at uh, the Farmington school district and he registered for leadership class. So we're excited about that now. Can I do the leadership class and not do the facility managed course certification program? Well, the answer to that is yes. I mean, whatever you want, it's a la carte. You can pick it up. Uh, the intent is that it's a second level, an upper level of certification uh, because it's a deeper dive. Uh, the FMCC program is extremely important because the curriculum is broader. The classes aren't as deep but there are more of them. So 33 classes in the facility managed course certification program, uh, 33 different uh, session topics under eight different categories. So that's what you would get on Thursday, day two. Yep. But when you get in the master's level class, we're going to choose topics. We're going to choose five or six. And um, boy, again, all in development, but I must say we haven't, we do have a small committee that we put together to study our current FMCC curriculum and going forward, the master's uh, level concept and idea. Uh, and Jeannie Diamond is joining us out of Wisconsin for our, for our uh, small committee. And uh, they would like to uh, at least have being on the conversations of a, of a upper level certification. And, and they like the engagement idea of what we're discussing. Uh, and yeah. so 
I think I, like Paul, when you're finished, uh, you will see yourself for your strengths. You'll be able to you understand how you use your strengths, but be able to find the strengths in your in your uh, in your team and those around you, and be able to utilize those. So we're excited yeah. about it, Josh. Got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, future yep. conferences, uh, we'll post those soon on our website. They'll all be in Branson, all the last Sunday of September. That works well with all the other associations in our state and also the MSPMAs and contiguous states to us. We we want to make sure that uh, we we stay out of each other's lanes and give each other the opportunity to come to one another's events. So all those have been scheduled the last Sunday of September. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, uh, a couple of couple of points on on your pieces there. First of all, Jeannie's amazing in Wisconsin Asphalt, so I love that she's she's getting involved. Not not surprised uh, on that one. So congratulations with uh, that that synergy and and going cross straight state lines and. Uh, love the synergy with all of the states putting together, which we talked about in the last uh, fireside chat about the first, uh, we'll call it regional NSPMA meeting that you hosted in Branson, which was um, what a great start. What what a great way to kick things off, the, the discussions and everything. Um, but the, another work in progress that you have going on is if you didn't have enough already, um, you're doing a website rebuild. And you're giving folks the ability to, if they still like the look and feel of the old one, they can transition to the old one, but the new one is looking good and it's coming along nice. Um, for finding the modules and the Strength Finder registration, when you go to MSPMA.com, you want to go to online store. And when you click on online store, you want to click on module four. If you're going to do the module four training, again, if you've already paid um, you still need to register so we can get your name badge and know that you're coming. And then if you scroll all the way to the bottom, lead with your strengths. It is, it's 248. <clears throat> that's going to, that's going to include, uh, the strength finders book. We're going to figure it out, working on getting those out to everybody. So you can do the strength finders test, um, which is vital. Uh, and Charlie's laugh smiling, uh, because it, it was, a it was a, a, a lot of work to get me to take mine. And, uh, it was because I took the test and I, found my five core strengths. And uh, uh, I also found out what it also does is it also puts you in a pool of how many other like-minded leaders are there like you. Uh, and there's 10. There are approximately one in 33 million people um, that would uh, an- that have, would answer similarly to have the same five strengths that I have. So when I look around and I go, why don't these people get what I'm thinking and doing and all this other stuff? It's because it's a high unlikelihood of people being around that have kind of the same thought process that I do, which I admit is oftentimes confusing even to me. So, um, but that those are, those are some of the points that I'll add to that. Um, You absolutely want to register for these uh, because when the seats are out, this is one of those spots. It's a great facility. The staff there are phenomenal, very accommodating, but they have space limitations that we just can't exceed and uh, like I said, we you sold out and you had to turn folks away, um, which is which is something always hard. You never want to do that. Um, but it's a pleasant problem to have. Right. Is um, is that you have such excitement waiting at the door. Um, so be sure uh, register before the holidays if you can. If you have any questions, Charlie, how do they get a hold of who do they get a hold of and how do they get a hold of them with questions, concerns, difficulties, anything? Well, I'm I'm the one to get a hold of. Um, C Branham 
at MSPMA.com. However, we do have info at C, info at MSPMA.com and I monitor the info as well. So um, either way, and, and those emails are on our website, they're attached and they can, uh, they can get to me pretty quick. I, I answer them quickly, uh, usually by a call on the road or I'm, I'm answering one this morning as we, as we are visiting here. So uh, we're pretty, pretty accessible and, um, and we are looking forward to the event. Uh, you know, when you bring uh, these guys in like Scott and Jim and Saloon and then bring Meredith in and, and with your support, Josh and leadership, it just, it makes you better. Uh, we have an engaging board. I, I it, it just flabbergasted me to realize how much our board does for others by being on the board and by leading these sessions and by being in attendance. Uh, they're so welcoming. When you walk in um, on January the 10th and January 11th, our board will be there at the door welcoming you, saying hello, shaking your hand, taking you to the registration counter, into the rooms. I mean, we're we're pleased you're there. We're all proud of the work we do in our schools. And we know that it magnifies outside of our outside of our own school districts by being a part of MSPMA and being engaged. So it really, really is good. Our superintendents are noticing this across the state. Uh, they're, they're, we're having folks join us because the superintendent wants to get involved. I've had a conversation already this week. A gentleman, my superintendent wanted me to call you and wanted us to get involved. And there's no wrong time to begin. It's you don't say I'll wait till next year's conference. You go ahead and get involved now. St. Louis and Kansas City and Springfield and some of the regions. We have eight regions around our state with representatives from our board and they do events or they have some virtual visits like we're doing here once or twice a year. In this case, it's St. Charles in January. Everyone's invited. The right time is now. If you're thinking about it, do it now. If not, in a year, you'll forget it. It'll bypass you. Those three days will go so fast because you're so busy that time of year. And I don't know, Josh, that there's a time when you're not busy uh, in school facilities. So, you know, it's also kind of a test uh, for you to be gone and to organize your staff and to communicate with others that you're gone. And you go take that time and then you bring things back to your district. And that's why I was told by the Ozark School District that early this morning on the phone with them. You know, we make the time, we organize things before we leave, and then we have emergencies, we deal with them, but we try to, in many ways, prevent that by communicating and organizing before we leave. We come and learn, we come back and debrief. We spend a lot of time as a team when we return from your events, MSPMA events, and we debrief, and we talk about things, and we get on the same page, and then we go out and do our work, and it makes us so much more efficient and gets so much more done that way, so... No wrong time to get involved. If you're thinking about getting involved, it's time to get involved right right now. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you that that spot on. Um, we can take that in so many aspects of facilities. I know Scott's going to talk about um, because it's something I talk about with schools all the time. If you don't get started with PM now, uh, we'll be talking next year at the same time. And I'll ask you, 
how's the PM going? And they're going to say the exact same it was going a year ago, uh, which is nowhere. And it's going to expedite, um, unfortunately, the wrong way, the life cycle of your equipment. Um, and your asset uh, life cycle. And uh, it's like that with us professionally. If you don't up your professional game now, next year, you'll be no better than you were today in a year uh, of, of life that uh, you've, you've not done, done, not done what you need to do. So uh, the, the time is now just get started as a friend of mine would say, and uh, I'm excited. I, I'm really excited for 2024. I think every year, you know, I've been following along MSPMA for a long time. I've gotten really entrenched in the last couple of years. And every year, it seems like it's getting better and better. Um, you guys do a great job of of removing the noise and instilling the positivity. And and um, Saloom, I want to thank Saloom. He had to step off. He, he sent a note here. Uh, he had to get to some rink time uh, for, I think, his son's first hockey game. So he had to take off. But I wanted to thank Saloom for, for joining us today. I want to thank Scott. Um, for making the time today, you're uh, you're you're mobile and having it to get some get something important done here. And thank you for for joining us and sitting in and and giving us your time. And I am uh, I am super excited to uh, to see and hear your presentation because it's always good to see practitioners that are in the field uh, getting things done and showing um, and showing your peers what's possible. I can talk about it all day long from a conference room, but to have uh, a practitioner stand in front of their peers and say, this is what's possible because this is what I'm doing is, uh, is proof positive. And I think that's going to inspire a lot of folks to, to get off the dime and, and get to work and, and on much needed PM work. So thank you for doing that and your, your willingness to be here today. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. We're I'm really excited. I think there's some good stuff that'll come out of it. And like I said, show everybody what the what we can do and what you can do in-house if you're on the staff and it's gonna be cool awesome well safe travels my friend charlie another uh monthly fireside chat we're gonna uh um i'm gonna have to get like a backdrop with a big fireplace or something for the next one um and and make this really kind of cozy but appreciate you making time here my friend for this monthly mspma catch-up uh next month we'll be talking just before the event so we'll have the update on attendance i i predict we'll be saying that it's sold out um yep. and we'll already be talking about april so i agree uh, that's where we'll be i'm excited about it thank you josh for everything and uh for 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 and Well, we have a uh, Charlie is on some for, sort of repeat and he just keeps, oh, he keeps saying the same thing. We're going to mute you, Charlie. Uh, for whatever reason, Charlie's uh, stuck on repeating enough over and over again. So I think that's enough for this episode, uh, which is which is pretty uh, wild. I'm going to check on the technical piece of that. But um, Charlie Scott, thank you very much. This was another episode of the Show Me Mo podcast. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. Um, if you want to send me an email, josh at beawesome.com. It's B-E-A-U-S-M.com. Um, and I can uh, take any questions, concerns, guest suggestions. This is all about Missouri school schools and Missouri school facilities. And um, 
and and keep doing what you're doing uh around the country we've got facility professionals listening to this episode uh we had uh, almost 5000 downloads uh, in our first year which is pretty big uh for a first year grassroots effort um and there's people from all around the country facility professionals looking to learn uh, from their peers and from the great folks in Missouri. So uh, keep doing the great work that you're doing into this holiday season and uh, look forward to having you in the next episode. Have a great day, everybody.